The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but the Bible teaches there's a time to laugh, and this is it. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. I don't know. They're trying to come up with a czar to oversee speech in America. I think you guys can figure out it's getting closer. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use. Probably won't if we tend to be people that just listen and go, uh-huh, uh-huh, that's cool, uh-huh. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? It's only because we're paying the radio rent. That's why we have a radio show. Plus, I have nothing else to do between 1.30 and 3, so here I am. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. To the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. I just wish I just wish somebody would tell me if they know who I'm mimicking when I do that. That would be like, that would be gold. Anyway, we're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know, you go through the process where you ask the Lord for a sign in regards to being guided. He gives you the sign, and then you go, yeah, but... Have you ever done that? Yeah, I have. Uh, if you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, you got something you want to share. Maybe it's a praise report. You want to share that with other brothers and sisters. Give them a chance to be blessed and encouraged by your experience with the Lord. You also have that opportunity to join your faith with them. That way you combine more faith, put more faith together, and we'll be approaching the throne of God with more faith. That's a good idea. You got brothers and sisters from all different denominations all joining together for fellowship for one purpose alone, to glorify God. And our whole premise here is that we encourage and strengthen one another, one another as we see the day getting closer. That's what we're doing. In order to do that, you can reach out to us a couple of different ways. We have found out that people are able to send certain messages to us via bird carrier 
Unfortunately, the bird carrier lander at this studio is not working right now, so you'll have to skip that. You can call us at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. And calling 972-445-0770, you have this magnificent experience because you get to talk to Captain Chris Talking to Captain Chris is like getting a fresh pan of marshmallow Rice Krispie treats. Yes, sir. And then you will be... I love Rice Krispie treats. I Do love you have them. any with you? No. Isn't that sad? Aww. I know. And I love them. They're so good. I mean, you buy two dollar a two dollar bar at the store. You can make an entire batch for that, but it's like right there. It's like going, Dave, Dave. Anyway, uh, you can also text us during the show two one four two one zero eight four eight three. That's two one four two one zero eight four eight three. 214-210-8483. You can email us during the show live as well to my 99-cent Chromebook right here, david at hemustincrease.org, david at hemustincrease.org, david at hemustincrease.org. In case you missed that, david at him Davis Jr., personal friend of mine. Anyway, uh, david at hemustincrease.org. Also, we want to send you to the website. A couple things to tell you about the website. Uh, I want to uh, point out to you that's a great place to give. We had somebody reach out to us yesterday and say, I'm trying to figure out how to give. So look it. I'm going to try and help everybody make this really clear. And I know people are like, well, we know. I know, but not everybody knows. And some people are new. And you kind of got to walk them through that, right? On the website, hemustincrease.org, is a thing that says, a little uh, title that says donate. Okay, or be blessed, either one of those. Okay, you can hit donate, be blessed, whatever it takes the same thing. On there, you can give through PayPal or you can give through a credit card. If that's up to your choice, very safe. There's no problems. They're only doing, you know, $200 billion in traction uh, in transactions a month. So I don't think that's the big deal. However, some people are not comfortable with that, and we respect that. So you can also contact me after the show. This, the, the 214 number, 214210. After the show, and I can either walk you through it or do it with you online or do it, you know, take a, a direct payment from you. We can do that as well. Also, on the website is an address for the studio and who to make a check out to if you want to do it by check and if you want to do it by cash or something along those lines. So, there's different ways for you to give. Please, please consider it seriously we're not gonna not gonna guilt you how could you not be giving to us we don't want to do that kind of thing and we're not going to give you a special rock or a special marshmallow or something that says you're fantastic because you gave we'll give you a tax uh deductible receipt at the end of the year and then you're helping the ministry and helping other people by doing that that's what it is check out he must Prayer request? Hemusincrease.org. Praise report? Hemusincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemusincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemusincrease.org. Hemusincrease.org. That's still a good one. <laughs> I gotta confess. I mean, it is a good one, you know, because it's it's you know the twang one. I'm not sure about, but that that's still a good one. They're know. all good ones. I it, made them. If you say they are all good, that during this 90 minutes, we will affirm you and say, yes, they are all good. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, what we're just saying. Uh, all right, so we're going to skip our prayer. we got to go right into the teach. There's a lot of teach, and I'll count on Captain Chris to keep me in direction for prayer. We're going to pray for U.S. and Ukraine, and I'm also going to be praying for the audience. I'm going to be praying something special, so you're just going to have to hang out and listen. In the meantime, we are in Psalm 19. What? We're in Psalm 19, and this... Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, creatures of all ages and sizes, is one of the great proclamations coming right here in Psalm 19. Verse 1 says, The heavens declare the glory of God. The firmament shows his handiwork. Day unto day utters speech, and night into, into night reveals knowledge. You know, it's it's a very old saying and one that are ju- it's just not used enough. But if you're sitting there and you're talking with somebody and they're trying to figure out whether God is real or not, one of the greatest things you could ever do is go, look up. <laughs> look up here. Look up here. If you guys ever saw the movie uh, The Three Amigos, there's this scene where he's like, look up here. 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 And they never do it. But that's not the point. The point is, and then finally he goes, you guys. And then he does it. But anyway, the point is, if you look up, you will see the stars. You will see the sun or the moon. You'll see all the stuff that's going on. That, my friends, is a testimony. People people are so selfish and so self-centered and so absorbed. Listen to this passage. I'm going to read this now and in the next segment just so you can know. Listen to this passage in Romans chapter 1, verse 20. From the time the world was created, people have seen the earth and sky and all that God made. They can clearly see his invisible qualities, his eternal power, and his divine nature. So they have no excuse whatsoever for not knowing God. (laughs) Wow. See, it's all going to come down to this. It's going to come down to people going, well, I didn't know you were there. And what what the defense is, you never looked up, ever. You never saw all the stars. You never saw the moon hanging there in space. You never went to any landscape on the entire earth and went, wow. You never did that? Nobody's going to believe it. And not only that, God will be able to reveal it in the moments that we did it. The idea is that the outside, and I'm not saying that you go outside so that you can, you know, the the knowing of God, that's a separate issue. What it's saying is it's a declaration of God. God is making his presence known to humanity all around them. Watch this. Every day and night, without escape, and there is no excuse. And it's just like, whoa. Now listen to what it says. The heavens declare the glory of God. What's amazing is we look at the stars, and they're they're cute. <laughs> I mean, we have programs where we name them. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Here, give me $100, and we'll call this star yours. Hey, we've got billions of them, right? So, I mean, that's great. That's a great scam. But the bottom line is God created every one of those stars with star systems, and each one of those has a multitude of planets connected to it, and each one of those stars is as big and probably 50 times bigger than the sun, and it's just like all of that because God said, hey, let's do it. 
And that's the glory of God speaking every single day to all of humanity. The rest of the universe already knows the testimony. It's the brilliant humans that are running behind the schedule. We're going to get into that a little deeper and go back into that scripture and understand. And then we're going to talk about why people don't want to see that as the work of God. We'll do that in a little bit. Uh, Take our break here. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Hello, Kevin Chris here from the David Spoon Experience. I help coordinate the radio show, and we're looking for a few good people to join our crew and become representatives, ambassadors, and stewards of the radio ministry. Now, you may be thinking, well, gee, I'd love to get involved, but I'm not very qualified for ministerial positions. Me too! The truth is that because you are a child of our Heavenly Father, that you trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you seek to live by the power of the Holy Spirit, you already have all that you need to have to be part of this ministry. Uh, but Chris, don't I need to be perfect? <laughs> no! Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website, and then click on the Ambassador's Initiative link. Fill out the form, and we will reach out to you. Sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position, though you may appeal to a higher power. What is the David Spoon experience? Then he says this, don't be afraid. Why should you not be afraid? Because what fear does is immobilizes a person, stops them from moving forward, and it also eats away at faith. Fear has this way. It's kind of like if you think of faith as, uh, I'll do this now, as uh, uh, chocolate ice cream that has peanut butter in it, okay? Uh, That's faith, okay? Fear is like somebody drilling a hole underneath and then taking a little spoon and then pulling some of that faith down, a little scoop by scoop by scoop by scoop. And you don't want your faith reduced because God requires faith to us to engage with him in. That's his requirement. That's the vehicle by which he has chosen to engage with humanity. You don't think God could have said, it's me, you're going to believe, or I'm going to turn you into a fish. I mean, you don't think God could have done that? But he chose the vehicle of faith because that's what he wanted from those that would come to him. A confidence, an assurance in the goodness of God. So Jesus, the first thing he says, ignore it, don't be afraid of it. And then he does this one radically crazy, nutsy, cuckoo line, just believe. And we use that in movies and in books and in fairy tales and all that stuff. We're not talking about any of that stuff. This is believing, looking at a situation just like Abraham did, just like we talked yesterday, how Abraham looked at the circumstance, didn't deny he was old, didn't deny he was past childbearing, and said, I'm just going to believe God anyway. Uh, That attitude of just believe, it's taking a stand in the framework of your faith that says, I'm not moving. Here I am. Call me Bulldog. I'm right here. I'm not going nowhere. My faith is solid. Sometimes, hallelujah. Oh, 
Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, as we get ready to offer up our first trivia question. Here we go. Which woman said, and by the way, you don't have to do this. You don't have to answer this perfectly. You just have to be kind of in the target area. Which woman said, if I had, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. Which woman said that? If you think you know the answer, you can call 972-445-0770. You can also text in at 214-210-8483, as well as you can send an email, David, at hemustincrease.org. I'm not even going to tell you what Eric just texted. We're just going to go into the DNA because it's just... Okay, uh, the DNA, the DNA, DNA stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily, all right, that's every day. Somebody's calling in, so I'll, I'll finish up for you, or we'll, we'll put them on hold or something like that. So that, that thing about draw closer to the Lord daily, you'll, you'll hear me, for any time you'll hear me between now and the time the Lord returns, between now and the time that my return is required, or anybody, you will always hear me talking about drawing closer to the Lord. It is the most important principle because all of right ministry flows out of right relationship. And that relationship has to be with the Lord. Okay? All right. So draw closer to the Lord daily and never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed of what Jesus had to say. Never. It's like, well, I don't understand. Well, you're, you know, in, in God years, you're like uh, a minuscule molecule and, and, and not even a year old, right, kind of thing, whereas God's like thousands and thousands of millions and millions. Of, yeah, that's right. You don't understand because it's God. Okay? You don't take infinite and make it perfectly fit into finite. Do you? I don't think you take 60 trillion and put it in a box that holds one. Okay, here we go. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means serving, caring for others, thinking about others, loving others, considering others. I see that thing. Considering others is important to you. And you are sensitive to the Lord to be used as a vessel of the Lord to love them. That's what the Lord desires of us on a daily basis. Okay, somebody ready to answer the trivia question? So here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Gary. How are you today? I'm doing fine. Gary, how are you doing? Well, I'm making it. I'm glad you're making it. So I know you've been praying for me. My knee's been doing a little better. I actually went to the gym yesterday and was able to work on the bicycle. For, well, that's for, good. Yeah, I was really happy because... You know, the running thing, that's not happening for a long, long, long time. But at least I can get on a bicycle, right? I can get on a stationary bike, so I was really happy. And sometimes, Where do you work out? Uh, I work out at the Planet Fitness. At, oh, you work out. Yeah, I go, yeah, because I used to have a gym at, at the house that we had in, in California, but we lost all our money by doing all the stuff we're doing. And so now I just I spend that 10 bucks a month. Oh, I, <laughs> I got to do it. It's good therapy, and besides, a, a, a counselor is like $90 an hour. So I can't do uh, that. I can't do that. <laughs> just well. let you know. All right, here you go. I know you'll know this one. Which woman said, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed? It was the woman who had the issue of blood for 12 years. That is 100% correct. You are right. 
I don't think we know her name, but no, we don't. But what we do know is she did something that we, I think we, I think we wish we could do, or we don't think we can do. But it's in the scripture for a reason, and that she she had moved her faith to such a place where she is just like, if I just touch, if I just touch, I'll get there. It's and like apparently she, she was. Yeah, and what's amazing is that we we can do that, but. I think her faith was very specific, pinpointed. She had absolute expectation, and the Lord healed her. And it's just like, wow, that is strong stuff. It, it requires faith on our part. It does. It does. And she really had a very specific—it wasn't uh, like a shotgun faith. It was very specific. She was really—if I commit this action, if, I get to if I'm able to touch his clothes, I'm going to be healed. It's like, wow, that's powerful. So yes, it is. Great job. Excellent job, my brother. I'll continue to pray for you. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it greatly. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. All right. Excellent job. Always, always good to hear from Gary. All right. Let's pray for the U.S. and Ukraine, and then we'll get into the rest of the teach. Okay? We'll do it that way. Uh, let's pray. Let's come together. Father, we come before you right now in the name of Jesus. We're not brilliant. We don't know everything, and you know we don't know everything. So we ask for peace in Ukraine and that the gospel can be declared there. And I'm going to ask the exact same thing for our country, Lord, that there could be peace in our country and the gospel can be declared here, right here. Because it certainly seems like the, there's a lot of division and uh, when a house is divided, it cannot stand. And so we're praying for your mercy and your grace above all these things, Lord, no matter where we go, no matter what happens, no matter what surrounds us, that we are continually aware that this existence of ours has to do with advancing your kingdom and your cause. And that's how we focus our hearts. Help us to do that because that's what you call us to do. We pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okay, let's get into the rest of this text because I want to uh, actually deal with this more specifically. Uh, I think we've covered everything up to this point, so let's just do it again. It's only four verses, so it's not a lot. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows his handiwork. Day unto day utters speech. So you understand that God is saying, every day I'm speaking. People go, oh, God doesn't speak. Every day he speaks. Night unto night reveals knowledge. You want to learn something about God? Go outside. Don't listen or look at anybody else. Look up and be quiet. You'll learn a lot. Verse 3, there is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. In other words, it doesn't matter what your background is. It doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter your social status. It doesn't matter what your, uh, what your ethnic background. None of that matters. You want to know why? Because the sky is there for everybody, the same amount. It still requires looking up. So listen to that. There's no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Their line has gone out throughout the, the, the earth and their words to the ends of the world. God is making his proclamation. There's going to be nobody that's going to be able to escape. I'm going to read Romans 1.20 again. Then I'm going to hopefully not drive you crazy with this little portion here. And it says this. For from the time the world was created, people have seen the earth and sky and all that God made, and they can clearly see his invisible qualities, his eternal power, and his divine nature. So they have no excuse whatsoever for not knowing God. There's just no excuse for people not to go. You know, one atheist said, well, why did God make it so hard for, for me to find him? It's like, well, if you looked up instead of in, you might have found him in the first second. That's why. But there's a reason 
that this happens and people don't listen. Day by day, God is speaking. Night after night, he makes his proclamation, but people turn a deaf ear to what they don't want to hear. And you have to sit there and say, why wouldn't they want to hear that? Why wouldn't they want to hear what the what the nighttime communicates in the vastness of the greatness of God? Why would they not want to hear what the day reveals as the sun and the moon and the the stars and the earth are in this relationship? Why would they not want to know about God? And the answer is so simple and it's so sad, and it's the same one. They don't want God to be there because they don't want to be accountable. People don't like the idea that there is a God who oversees because all of a sudden, everything that somebody thinks, says, and does is on the table for examination, for evaluation, for judgment. They don't want that. I don't want that. I'm nobody judging me. I understand. You know, I mean, when the Lord, <laughs> the Lord, and I engage and I know I've done something wrong, I don't like it. <laughs> it's not my favorite moment to know. Oh, yeah. So you, you keep doing that pride thing, Dave. Just keep doing it. See what happens. Chop, chop, chop. Round of the legs. Down you go. It's like, you know, it's like, I, I don't like, but you know what? If I turn a deaf ear to what the Lord is challenging me in or changing me in, and I try to ignore his declarations or his word, I'm doing it to my own detriment and to my own destruction. And so when the Lord is speaking and he's communicating, and you're thinking, well, he doesn't just communicate those you know, negative things. He doesn't just challenge and chastise us. You're right. He doesn't. He does all of it, right? And he does his discipline perfectly. But you don't get to participate in all the good, good, yay, yay, wow, wow, love me, love me stuff without being willing to get spanked when you're doing something wrong. Because a parent is not a parent who just goes, everything you do is perfect. There's nothing you ever do wrong. Everything is so fantastic. Do you ever meet parents like that or kids who are raised like that? You're just like going, yikes, you want to throw up. <laughs> That's not how it's supposed to be. Sometimes when you're doing something wrong, you got to be told you're doing this wrong. And when the oven is hot, you say, don't touch that. That's stupid. You might not say stupid. I said stupid. But you might not say stupid. It is stupid. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'll touch it anyway. Only once. <laughs> right? That's the whole point. Uh, Noel just made this amazing comment. So I'll just say it real quick so birdie was outside and so you get more june bugs tapping during you know may which is really i don't even understand that because they're supposed to be june bugs but anyway so they're out there and and birdie doesn't know what's going on and they're like kind of you know not going after him but kind of bugging him so i go out there and i scoot him inside i kind of scare him inside because that's the only way to get birdie in and then noel goes he doesn't even know that you're doing that to protect him from the bugs and she goes, that's just like us and God. And I said, way to take a moment and turn it spiritual when it's all about June bugs and a dog. That's pretty good. All right, folks, we'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Smoot Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back.
what is the David Spoon experience? Ephesians chapter 5, Ephesians chapter 5, our words will justify us or condemn us. And we understand our words will justify us or condemn us because they reveal our hearts. So therefore, in conclusion, that our words justify us or condemn us because they reveal our hearts, we need to remember and operate and function, if, and function in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 20, which says this. And actually, you can even look at verse 19. Speak to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Ephesians 5, 19. Uh, sing and make music in, the, in your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because you know that by your words you're justified and condemned, because you know they reveal your heart, you ought to make sure that you follow the scriptures that Paul commands us to follow, and you ought to be being thankful in everything. You ought to be being thankful in everything. And if you are thankful in everything, that will be a part of your verbalization or your speech, and that will be a revelation as to what's in your heart. Are you a thankful Christian for everything? And you say, well, Dave, I'm thankful that he saved me, but I'm going through this trial, and I don't like it. I'm not so thankful for the trial. And I say, I understand. I understand that. Uh, and again, not a new revelation coming right here. Romans chapter 8, verse 28 tells you the ticket, the method, the system by which you can be thankful in everything. Are you mean I should be thankful in a divorce proceeding? I should be thankful that my brother is a drug addict? I should be thankful that I'm going bankrupt? I should be thankful that these terrible things are happening? Or that I should be thankful that I can't sleep? No, I think you should read Romans 8, 28 with me and respond to this. And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him. So I think the answer is, can you be thankful in all those things? Yes. For going through a divorce? No. But that God is going to work into your lives good things through this process? Absolutely. If you don't believe that God is going to work things that are good into your lives in your trial, you don't believe anything he says. Because one of the greatest premises that Jesus laid down is, and I, and I caught this just earlier this week, let not your hearts be troubled. There will be trouble in the world. I've overcome the world. It's like, but Jesus said, don't let your heart be troubled. Well, as though we had a choice. We do. We do. And we should be thankful in all of it while we're going through for the actual drug addiction. No, but that God's not going to give up on the person. He's going to work good out of it. The David Spoon Experience.